0: Hello everybody! Welcome to RPG Cast episode three hundred eighty-five for the week of May twenty-first, twenty sixteen. I'm your host Chris Privetier. This is RPG Gamer's weekly podcast about uh, you know RPGs news and stuff. Um, and stuff and stuff. Uh, first off, uh, my chief officer of stuff, Anna Marie Privateer.
1: <laughs> Good morning.
0: Uh, also here uh, for her second show in a row, Kelly, whose last name I forgot. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs>
2: Painfully Irish, remember? Painfully
0: Irish, right? Kelly Ryan, um, hello. Not joining us this week, Alice Wilkinson or Alex Fuller because they're busy with other crap. Those bombers, yeah. What's up with that?
3: But, but we join do. us again, Jonathan Stringer! Yay! Hey, if I'm last, at
0: least I get the best fanfare. You do, <laughs> yay! By far, <laughs> by far ah thanks everybody for joining us this is our weekly show about rpgs and news oh wait i said that already Mm -hmm. but it's 9 a.m pacific noon eastern and that means it's time for rpgs so my first question to you anna marie what the heck have you been playing this week
1: oh my gosh i've been playing a bunch of stuff
0: too much stuff start over (sighs) no No, no no really tell us tell us what you
1: all right so i have been playing gems of war on the ps4 That rhymes. Yes.
0: Gems of war on the PS4. PS4.
1: Um, (laughs) So this is a puzzle quest game where you have um, uh, parts of the world that you go into and you do quests and you beat NPCs. And there's also PvP. And I've talked about this before. It's puzzle quest with an evolving storyline in PvP. So if you're interested at all in Puzzle Quest, check it out. Gems of War is free to download. And if you're a PS Plus member, in theory, you get a nice package of stuff to start with. And then you and I started playing Final Fantasy XI again this week.
0: Yay.
1: So you're leveling Black Mage?
0: No, my Black Mage is leveled.
1: Right, but you're doing Merits.
0: Nope.
1: You're doing Job Points? Capacity Points. yeah. Capacity job Points. points. Okay. Yeah. You got two this week.
0: Uh, yes, that's not very many.
1: Okay. And I took Dancer from one to, what are we at, 80-ish? 80-ish, 82? Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably... In other
0: words, I power-leveled you is what happened. No,
1: I got up to like 50-something powered, on my own, and then I you power. did the rest.
0: Oh, okay. So you did the easy levels, and I did the hard ones?
1: Mm, I'm not sure that I would phrase it that way, but if you feel comfortable doing so, <laughs> I guess I won't stop you. <laughs> you.
0: You wouldn't phrase it that way, because it looks sounds less flattering to you, doesn't it? ah uh.
1: so um we had no power in the house yesterday
0: yeah what was up with that why'd you turn off the power
1: <laughs> the city did it you gotta have power so are you i not, hmm? are you not paying your electric bill or uh, no. <laughs> so our house was built in the early 60s and as well as it's been maintained there are still things in the house that it that were from like the original house built so yesterday uh, we finally replaced the breaker box which is which was like 55 years old.
0: I don't think it was that old but
1: it was original from the house. So, yes.
0: Oh, yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> and so to do that, you basically have to unhook the entire house from the power grid and then rehook it back up, which takes pretty much the entire day
2: do you call an electrician or
1: yeah 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 okay. we we have like a a company that we like pay yearly and they basically do all of our house stuff for us ah so like they've come and cleaned our vents they replaced the fan in the bathroom because it was dripping in the winter it turned out it was doing that because it had a bunch of hornet's nests in it
2: oh my god so they clean that out that's, for us
1: that's scary <laughs> right and so yeah, they just come in they, they do nice stuff and they make sure that our we bought our um central heating and air conditioning from them. Which broke like the day we moved into our house. <laughs>
2: sounds like our hot sounds like our hot water heater when we moved in
1: NARS. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> it was twenty five years old. We knew it was gonna need to be replaced. And welcome to the homeowners cast, by the way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
3: Just do not have a washer and dryer upstairs. I learned that the hard way.
1: Oh No, ours is downstairs. We replaced it. Oh my gosh. We replaced it in for Black Friday, but it turns out that they hooked it up wrong. And we have no steam to either machine, so we need to actually call no, them. No, no. We have steam
0: them. to the washer, not to the dryer.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. we need to call them and yell at them for that.
0: Yep. Chris is kind of upset about that. Yeah.
1: So, um, while, while I had no power, I was playing uh, portable stuff. So, I finally picked back up Zelda Twilight Princess Picross, and I finished it. So I've done all the puzzles on regular, all the puzzles on Mega Puzzles. And I had a lot of fun with it, because I really like Picross. And then I played a bunch more pocket card jockey. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but basically you play solitaire while racing a horse. And the better you do in solitaire, the better you do in the race. Also, I came back to Heroes of the Storm this week, because Chromie, Chromie is available! Chromie's out now, or was it last week? Can she stop time? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. All of, all of her stuff is, is based on time and timing. So she is a considered a hard-ranged assassin. She is like the least hit points of everybody else in the game. But she is, she gets crazy powerful. So she gets all of her um, job abilities a level before everybody else. So normally people get stuff at like um, 4 and 10, and 4, 8, 10, or 4, 8, 12. I can't remember. Uh, but she gets them like 3, 6, 9. So that's so really cool. all of her
2: funny poke dialogue uh, back to the future quotes?
1: <laughs> um, no, but they are all time-related. So okay. when she kills someone, she's like, don't worry, you'll come back soon. <laughs> she's, and she is like perpetually peppy. She's like, hey, I think I've done this before. So she's really fun. She's hard, though. Um, I definitely wouldn't recommend her to a beginner player because I think you would die a lot. So, I'm vexed because she has some pretty clear characters that she will never win against. And I invariably end up leaning against them, even against AI. And that drives me crazy.
0: Aw, you poor thing. (sighs)
1: So, the other thing that I've been playing this week is I started Mind Zero on the Vita.
0: Mind Zero.
1: So, this is... that was one of the reasons why I bought a Vita. How is that? So people call it a Persona clone, and I'm kind of inclined to agree and kind of inclined to disagree. So on the surface, it shares a lot of traits with a Persona game. It even has the same voice actors as Persona 4 for the, like, the main characters. So like your two best buddies are voiced by Chie and Yosuke. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Although Chie definitely has a different voice in this one than she does. She's a different tone, but Yosuke is Yosuke. Um, and so, in fact, it's funny because Yosuke and Leo, who's the character that he voices in Mind Zero, share a lot of things in common. Like they're both addicted to online buying.
2: That, that is hilarious.
1: <laughs> uh, it, I'm sure it's just a trope in Japanese high school. Characters, and so I don't know the fact that they just got the same VA for it is kind of hilarious. Um, and so the story is also semi familiar. So you have a group of high school students who end up getting powers that no one else recognizes or understands, but they have to keep them secret, and there's an older um police officer who sort of um oversees them very loosely um there are and it's also very visual novel heavy it's very story heavy like a persona so you can go it's optional but you can go to different um places in the city and do just storyline stuff and it's really text heavy it is a lot closer to a visual novel than it is like an rpg uh, but the other thing that you do is you go dungeon crawling. And the dungeon crawling is all first person. Um, so are the battles. In the battles, you can call out your mind. Um, which is kind of like your persona. Um,
0: mind-sona.
1: Mind-sona. Mind-sona. Um, but there are some key differences in battle. And mind-sona. So, um, shut up, Chris. Your mind is either out mind-sona. or not out. sona I'm going to throw something at you. It will not be soft.
0: Are you going to throw me my mind-sona?
1: I'm going to throw a spoon at you soon.
0: Spoon-sona. Oh, no, that's an actual spoon. Don't throw it. So your mind is either sona or
1: not out. And so when you're... There are three different kind of bars that you have. And one is your human hit points. And one is your mind hit points. And then one is your um, ability to do burst damage. And so burst damage, um, burst turns are sort of taken out of order where you can immediately do something. And it always happens immediately as opposed to in regular combat, you put in your actions and um, the enemy and you go at the same time based on who's faster. If you burst, you just go, which is really cool because I got really low on health at one point and I bursted and healed everybody up and then I was safe. And I ran into an enemy that was icky and um, did status effects, so I bursted it down with some um, attack damage. So burst is really cool, but you have to kind of balance back and forth between uh, being having your mind out and just being your human self. Um, because if you run out of mana, like the, the hit point pool for the mines, you get stunned for a whole turn, which is bad. So well, it, it sounds like a good persona chunk while you're waiting. To die. So my main complaint is that the game is slow. It is not well paced at all. There is so much story to start it i mean time to combat oh so it's like a persona game yeah time to combat is a couple of hours at least
0: is it really 2 hours i don't think it's 2 hours
1: um i'd have to check my save and see i know from I
0: having done it twice that persona 3 um the answer is 45 minutes time to combat
1: okay this is a long <laughs> time there's a lot of setup before you go and fight and dungeons themselves are also so there's a really irregular um, encounter rate. And I have the encounter rate set on the lowest possible I can. And sometimes I go two steps and get into another encounter. Sometimes I go well, I almost mean, an entire map.
0: And We don't want to deprive you <laughs> of the chance to summon your mind sooner.
1: So, yeah, the encounter rate has some awful, awful inconsistency. Um, and combat itself is kind of sloggy. Um, because you don't start with your mind out, even though in 99.9% of situations, you're going to want your mind out. So it was really weird. It was a weird decision that they decided to just not start you with your mind out.
0: That is weird. <coughs> rock also, out with your mind out. Rock out with your mind.
1: <laughs> so, um, and dungeons are big. Like, even the starter dungeons Does it
0: have dragons? Huge.
1: Um... Not yet,
0: oh, that's too bad.
1: also, there's only a the the only way to escape from a dungeon is to find a teleport somewhere in the dungeon, which is about every five floors
0: so persona yeah,
1: well, three no, because you can leave
0: persona three there Wait, are ways what?
1: to escape with an item
0: oh yeah, nobody would ever use i I used to you never time. have' them. I used to all the time, yeah,
1: anyways, so it is good but not as good as persona if you're going to play it you should have a lot of patience but yeah i'm gonna keep playing it for another week and see if i can keep going through it this is kind of the game that will tide me over until sophie comes out so so what have you been playing
0: sophie the cat in the other room no it's hellier's so. oh tell it okay
1: so you've been playing kelly
2: I finished Final Fantasy XII Thursday night. I was getting to the point to where optional bosses were handing my butt to me. So I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to be done with this and beat the game and curb stomp the final boss. It's like I almost felt bad, like it was kicking a puppy. That's how bad I beat the last guy in that and i'm kind of like you right now Anna. i really want to play sophie and i don't know what i want to do to kill the time so i started back up tales of zestria and i'm still not very far in that i cannot get into that one for some reason
0: seasoner of the future so zestria is wait so how far have you gotten
2: only about like the first town slash area and i think i'm about ready to go over to the next town before i had to stop on thursday night
0: oh okay like the first town being like where you start the game with your grandpa or
2: no the town where you get the water spirit for the fire spirit from the temple
0: oh okay and all right yeah dungeon all right that's far enough to get a good feel whether or not you care about it so all right
2: I don't know. I, I might keep it going. I might start up another Atelier, or I might go with what else I've been playing, which is more Bravely Second, which I just got to the third chapter this week.
1: So, what are your thoughts after last week, saying you felt it was a little <clears throat> draggy?
2: I'm I'm getting more into it. I just got the Bathhouse boat, which I love sailing around in. I just got the Ninja Asterix... Which I love um, I'm really digging the asterisk Side quests in this And running into the characters from the first game And seeing them Being jerks but with a reason That they're being jerks And you've got to decide who's less of a jerk Or rather whose asterisk you want
3: It sounds like we got an Anna Marie clone in here You guys like the same game so
2: <laughs> Anna is my sister from another Mother I think yeah. There you go. But yeah, that uh, the quest to do Black Mage or what was the other one? Oh, the Black Mage or Hunter. I just couldn't get past what a jerk the Black Mage was until you figure out why he's being a jerk, and it's like, oh, I feel sad for you, but I want your asterisks. <laughs> <clears throat> and other than that, just more Record Keeper trying to do the Final Fantasy three dungeon this week
1: yeah I played a little bit more record keeper this week I'm I'm kind of not jumping up and out of the events right now so I'm going back and doing all of the regular dungeons that I've missed because I haven't been playing (coughs) well that's pretty much it for me Hmm. so how about you Jonathan
3: um, kind of on a gaming funk in a way. Not so much because I just have other things going on. I actually got laid off a few weeks ago from work, so I've been doing the whole work search and and uh, interviews and all that. So my mind's been somewhere else. But I did get some gaming in. Uh, oh, and then I was at a went to like a three four day fishing trip last weekend to my brother in law's cousin. Instead of podcasting. Yeah. I was out on the out on the bay in the boat. Got a nice uh, sun uh, sun tan now. So, did you level but, up uh, your fishing? Uh, we it was not a good fishing day. It was, it was a tournament weekend, so it was really crowded out there. Ah. Uh. And so we didn't catch much. So, that, but we got to cruise around on a brand new boat, so that was fun. So uh, I'd do it again. Um. I I haven't playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, which I have been pretty constantly for consistently for the last several months so i typically don't like to bring it up too much because it's not really rpg related but the a new patch came out like a really big one and some new characters and a new map so uh i guess it was worth mentioning a little bit that uh we've kind of had an even more renewed interest in it lately as uh we've been playing all the new content and the, and the new uh there's also like the uh your uh, ranked play got all reset, so everyone you know, had their rankings reset and all that. So, Lots of new content and, and uh, uh, gameplay tweaks they added in there, so we've, we've been having fun with that. Uh, I've been playing Crusader Kings 2. Uh, I mentioned I started playing okay. it at the last show I was on.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. tell me more.
3: And then I was playing multiplayer with my brother. So... That was actually pretty fun. The only issue we have is that we'll get like a desync every hour or two. And so we kind of got to save it, stop, reload it, and, you know, rejoin a game. So that's kind of annoying, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it plays in real time. So if one of us, have, you know, we play on uh, you know, TeamSpeak and such. So if one of us has an issue or, needs, you know, has a lot of decisions to make, we, can hey, we're going to pause it or, hey, slow down the uh, uh, the time lapse for a bit while I'm doing this important stuff. So, uh, and then we we married our daughters and sons off to each other so we could have a lot war alliances. When the he was a uh, Leon in Spain and so uh, the Muslims were attacking him down there, so I had to go defend them. And uh, I was a little uh, kingdom in Ireland, so uh, I was attacked by the Scottish at one point, and he came up there and helped me out. And so uh, we've done a lot of that, and it's a lot of fun. And the only reason why we stopped is because we went on the fishing trip, and then. He ended up working all week out of town, so we haven't been able to you know, keep uh, continue the game in the last week and a half, but we're going to get back to that one. I've actually just became king of Ireland. There's only a couple provinces left in Ireland to, for me to actually have the entire island, so uh, that's pretty cool. I'm on my third ruler. Actually, uh, my first king lived to like 80 years old, Oh, I do have some funny stories. He, his wife died, and at 77, I married him to a 16-year-old uh, Denmark princess, and then she gave him two more kids. That 78-year-old man is getting it on. <laughs> and then that second kid he had uh, was a daughter, and then when she came of age, I married her to his grandson just because I could. So, basically, he married his half aunt. Oh, boy. Him. Yep.
1: Sounds like royalty to me.
3: <laughs> and, actually, the reason why I did it because that did give me the biggest prestige boost for whatever reason, so. <laughs> but I was like, yep, I'm going to marry my half-ant. <laughs> just, just to do it. But they don't really make any other... I wish the game would, you know, have something in there. Oh, actually, okay, sorry. The only reason why I married... I, ha- I did marry... Um, one of the daughters of, I think it was the Holy Roman Empire, I believe. So I, that was a big prestige boost. But on her way over to me, she had a kid. And it's like she had a kid with a bishop, some bishop dude. And now she's named the Unfaithful. So I said, screw you. And I, uh, I annulled our marriage, divorced her right away, <laughs> disowned the kid. And then so the Holy Roman Empire was mad at me. But she still joined my court for some reason with the kid. So I think I did something mean to the kid and then and then I married his half aunt because uh, his first wife uh, cheated on him before she even arrived. so so that was interesting. So there's always these little stories. It's more of a it's almost like a big strategy game mixed with the Sims or something.
1: <laughs> sounds like it sounds like Game of Thrones to me
3: yeah, yeah there, there's some elements to that. I mean, sure. Kelly,
1: how do you feel about him taking over your homeland?
0: <laughs> Whoa, now hold on.
1: What? Uh, he said he was uh, conquering Ireland.
0: Oh, I guess you're right.
1: That's
2: that's just it. I'm not actually Irish. My name just sounds <laughs> Irish. So, do,
0: so she's kind of cool want. with it, yeah.
2: Yeah, do what you want with Ireland. I don't Leave care. It just don't, don't don't invade Kansas.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the
3: the new Irish uh, lineage is going to be a bunch of uh, inbreds because of the marrying half ant thing. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Oh, we we make funny names for our characters too. That's probably some of more inappropriate to say on here. <laughs> <laughs> that daughter, since the king's name was seventy or king's age of seventy, I think he named her Daddy Old Balls. So it's <laughs> Queen Daddy Old Balls. Hey no, hey no, <laughs> hey no. That that was one of the ones that that's
0: not too inappropriate to
3: to say. So
1: that one's not inappropriate to say.
0: I don't want to hear the rest.
3: Uh, my, uh, my brother kept having daughters and he was at risk of losing his, uh, his actually the only way to lose his games, you stop having it. uh, you, you no longer have an heir and the way his system was set up that he had that only the son would inherit only a male. And so he had like four or five daughters in a row and he's freaking out. And then he, Oh, my wife's pregnant again. I actually had to get a new wife cause she got too old. Uh, The first one got too old, so he got a new one, and then, oh, she's pregnant, got all happy because his king was getting old, and he had another daughter, so he (laughs) named her. A really not very nice name. (laughs) This (laughs) game sounds uh, like
2: it's really fun to talk about around people who have no context.
3: Oh, yeah, there's some really... I read a really funny story about how... uh, I'm going to... I'll be real brief on it, but basically he had a he got a wife that was very pious and then their daughter ended up being like Satan's spawnchild child or something and they sent her off to Rome and she declared she was going to bring down Rome with like a demon army and then when the king died all of the nobles rebelled against her because they just wanted anyone else and she came back this is beautiful. And, and then like two or three witches came out of nowhere and helped lead armies to come out defend her, her territory from like more like more gain from the old Arthur tales and some other, a couple other like famous witch names. There's, if you could, you could Google it up. I'm, I'm being, I'm kind of butchering it a little, but it was a pretty, pretty funny story in that I can't believe that someone was able to get that kind of uh, uh storyline that, to come out of the game. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's very mundane and boring and sometimes you get this outrageous stuff. So uh, it's, it's fun for that, for that alone. But uh, I need, I, I'm looking forward to playing that. He just got back in town. So we'll probably pick that up again here in the next few days.
0: No, no, no. You should be playing another game from that company. Stolaris? Chris really wants to yes. play Stellaris with you. Well, I don't know about with can him. Can you play multiplayer? It says you can. Can you? Okay. I don't know Maybe how so? it works, though. That, that's my problem.
3: I started Stellaris the night before I went on my fishing trip. And I played it for probably about an hour and a half, two hours. And maybe not even that long, maybe an hour and a half. And then it, I got too late and too tired. And I want to learn. It, it's one of those where you really got to start learning all the mechanics of it. So it's these grand strategy games. Even Crusader Kings wasn't too bad, but a lot of them, you like Civ. And if you've never played them before, it's it's a little bit of a learning curve. So, it, you know, you got to get used to the UI, what you do here, where you go, what do you need to do next. So there's a whole lot of learning the system. And... So I started doing that with Stellaris, and I went out of town, and I had a several-day break. And then I actually started picking it back up yesterday, but I was having trouble concentrating and and learning something new. So I was like, "Ah, I can't even do this right now. So it's one of those I need to sit down, have a couple hours allotted, and just kind of go through the whole tutorial and and learn it down and actually play it for a bit because then you get comfortable with it. But uh, so far, Stellaris, I hear, is really fun when you start it up and the middle game is a bit of a slog and then the end game actually gets you know pretty exciting and it's kind of similar to the games like civ if you've played civ uh it's to me the the very beginning is really fun you're kind of you're grabbing your land you're you're looking okay what's all around you you're you know searching out where are your enemies that are your your competitors and and all that and you kind of get your empire established but then as it starts growing and as it gets towards the end game actually the end game in civ i think it's really tedious and, and kind of bogs down a bit because Things just kind of start being automated, and you just start doing shit just to um, try to shake things up, even you know, if it's not necessarily the best thing to do, just to, to change, you know, otherwise it's kind of on, on auto. Or, you know, okay, I'm going to attack him just so I can have something to do. And I hear Stellar says a little bit of that, but uh, the, the early game setup seems pretty cool. You kind of send out science ships to uh, scan different planets, picking out which race you have and, and its different abilities is. It's supposed to be one of the big highlights of the game as different races that you play as will really dress really change the the approach and the way you play the game you, some is very, you know very militant and you enslave the aliens some are very peace-loving and you befriend all the aliens and, you, and so and if you do certain things certain ways that is against what your race is you kind of got to play with your race in mind with how you know how you're going to approach the game. Cause if you do it otherwise, you know, you can't be a peaceful race and then try to be warlike. It's just not going to work out for you. Right. So, where, right. you know, civ games, you can kind of do it the way you want. You had certain perks, but you can still play the way you want and, and they would react to you. And you know, that way this, you're kind of more guided by which race racial, uh, uh, perks and, and, and traits as opposed to some of the other games. So, um, I think it, it forces or, 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 causes you to maybe uh do different playstyles than you're normally used to and it kind of keeps you in line that way so i can see that being pretty cool in some ways it kind of gives you uh guidance and, and a prescripted way you should do things to you know optimally play uh uh i've just i've met some uh alien ships that were maybe hostile but they didn't attack me yet one of my science ships was scanning a planet and just disappeared so i need to know uh, out about okay what happened just disappeared you know? yeah just said Oh, uh, you're we we got a last reading from your ship and then we heard nothing else and it's gone or something like that so Weird. either an alien ship took it out something on the planet took it out i just cra- i have no idea what the game will, has in mind so who knows so that's pretty cool i'm gonna go send out another science ship and say hey what happened to my my crew because i had a a pretty good scientist that was my first science ship and my scientist had been uh gotten like a few levels up hmm. while scanning other uh, solar systems and so I lost that guy, so that kind of sucks. Oh. So it does stuff like that, and uh, but I, I'm still just trying to you know, get my feet ground. There's a bunch of, uh, the game kind of lays out quest-type items for you. It's like, hey, find this other ship that, uh, the the race I picked was the, the human race that went out in a, on kind of like colony ships from Earth, and uh, they sent out a several, and mine found a colony while uh, they sent one after me, but they never heard from it, so one of the Quest as that hey go find traces of the ship and it's probably got a lot of technological goodies on there for us to to harvest and uh some other okay you know explore the three systems around you so it does give you maybe it's just a tutorial mission that does it but it does give you some uh guidance or some uh, you know plan, uh, path forward to hey do this do this do this instead of just okay here's your planet have at it so it does kind of give you uh things to strive for and into uh, basically quests to do so uh, that that seems to keep things a little more interesting and maybe a little more focused for especially for someone just trying to learn the game so so far so good i think we'll have to wait till alice gets on even alice i saw Alex playing it but i i say i saw alice playing it a whole bunch uh the first week so i bet she has some really good insight and probably at least beat the game or or, or completed one of the uh
0: um, yeah, I yeah, scenario. I've been kind of disappointed she hasn't been around cuz yeah, I, I I imagine you're absolutely right there. Hmm.
3: But I will that's what that Crusader Kings is or two I'm planning to keep playing here. I've been wanting to get Stellar, so it's what I've seen so far is really intriguing and seems fun. I just haven't been able to really get a good go with it yet. But other than that, that's I haven't really played that much. I haven't really played much gaming this week, just some uh some siege sessions and that's about it.
0: All right. I've still been in a game funk. I've been I played a little 11 with Anna, she mentioned to do some leveling with her, but then she didn't want to play more so that I kind of didn't want to keep playing that. There's been some in-game event in Neverwinter that I've been doing things in because it helps the guild I'm in. And it's like, eh, I may as well do that since I have no idea what else I want to do. And then I put some time into Banished. And I downloaded a bunch of mods so I could cheat in Banished and, and build a city really high. And then I realized I hadn't enabled the mods. and. Um, it was funny because I was like, "Oh, I'm doing really well, man. These mods are really helpful." Then I looked. Oh wait, none of them are on. I just took time and got better at this game naturally. <laughs> um, so then I it said, well, in... s- "Yeah, go ahead." It
2: was in you the whole. T- it was in you the whole time. Well,
0: except mm-hmm. then all my kids died and everyone was too old to reproduce, so my town started dying off one by one by one. It's like, oh, oh. It
3: sounds like Crusader Kings.
0: Yeah, that went well, and then uh, no, no good anymore because now there's no population, so we're done. So then I restarted a game with the mods. Found oh this is easy mode now i know now i understand <laughs> where it could be and uh was doing well in that and then i realized banished has no real end game banished is just it, banished is actually about the challenge and not about building your city up and seeing it progress along a tech tree or or do anything like that it's not really about that and i realized oh this isn't the game I want to play. <laughs> it's like, all right, well... kind of
3: roguelike in, the, like a roguelike city builder then?
0: I guess, yeah. It's more about maintaining a high population over a long period of time and and stuff like that. And you can look through the achievements. It's like, you know, um, maintains high citizen happiness for this many years and stuff like that. So it's, it's really about... it it is about the challenge aspect of it rather than about building a spectacular looking city or anything like that so i was like oh well this isn't really for me but it's cool that i i learned that i could actually learn to play it if i tried (laughs) but uh (laughs) so that was i mean that was only a matter of what four hours or so so and then i just uh, that's all i've really done except some random you know iowa stuff you know i I'm progressing through Record Keeper. I forgot to finish off the Palam Param event, so I didn't get their level two crystals. So now I'm doing Final Fantasy Three stuff just like Kelly. Um and that's not very interesting to talk about. So let's see what it is. So oh, no, Did you
3: did you want Banish to be more like a Sin City?
0: Yeah. Have you played City Skylines? I have that, yes.
3: I heard it's really awesome. It is pretty
0: awesome. Um, I don't know why it wasn't appealing to me. Probably because I've put time into City Skylines before and I hadn't ever gotten anywhere banished. Um, Mm. I felt like in City Skylines, um, it's really easy to cheat in Skylines because you just have infinite money. Um, There's like a mod that they distributed where you just turn off money. Um, and so that's super easy there. And to the point where it's like, well, now it's really just about drawing a picture of a city and city skylines. And that wasn't appealing to me either. So really, I don't know what I want. Um, and Mm. I'm just being fussy more than anything else. It's not that these games have problems. Once
3: you unlock the difficulty, it gets boring.
0: Yeah. So I don't know what I want. I think, I think I need like something in the middle where I like that. Yeah, (laughs) I think you're right. I did you get... play
3: banished without the mods was that the most fun you had with it when you actually built that city on your own yes well
0: there you go <laughs> yes.
3: he
1: says that so begrudgingly
0: well yes. but i <laughs> thought i had the mods on while i was playing it it was only when i was done that i realized what oh that was me the whole time <laughs> it's like that harry potter thing with the with the luck never mind
1: you're oh. a wizard, harry.
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the lesson is stop fucking cheating at everything. Um, (laughs) I like I like cheating at games. The more work I have to do, the better. Like if it's like I have to like continually subvert systems, that feels more satisfying. If you just turn off money and it's like, oh, there's no challenge anymore. That's not as satisfying. Um, It's like I want to cheat a little bit get rid of annoyances and then feel the overpowered. Only,
3: yeah, the only thing cheating if it's a... If if it's purely a time sink and I eliminate the time sink, that's the only time I don't mind. Yeah. If it's just like a time sink grant. Otherwise, if it's cheating to get rid of challenge, I don't like that because then it cheapens the game for me.
0: I want to cheat on all the free-to-play games I play. Steal, yeah. The problem is that's stealing at that point, so I'm not doing that. But yeah, it's like just give me infinite gems or something like that. And... whatever online games and cheating don't go well together so we don't do that well um uh what are we up to now uh i
1: think we're up to the news
0: yeah sorry i'm just i'm still analyzing waveforms i'm trying to make the sound quality on the show better and i'm i'm just i can't do it just uh if any of you out there are audiophiles and you don't like how things peak from time to time i want you to know that i'm annoyed by it too and i'm trying to learn and do better and it's just it's hard (laughs) so with that i guess we'll transfer to the news so i need a transition music
1: thank you
0: and (laughs) the first story is about dragon fantasy wait you do their pr don't you yeah so why don't you tell us the story
1: so dragon fantasy the black tome of ice which is book two is coming to the Wii okay. U.
0: What I, if it's Book Two? Wasn't it called Book Two?
1: It was. You re- rebranded, it, didn't you? Yes.
0: Why'd you rebrand?
1: Because people thought you had to play Book One to play Book Two. And well, usually
0: it, that's how you work. How that works with sequels?
1: Yeah, it's not. It's a sequel, but it's not. They're intended to be completely standalone games.
0: Except that one references the other.
1: Um, n- only in small ways. So the intro to. Dragon Fantasy, the Black Tome of Ice was completely rewritten.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So it introduces you to the characters, has less inside jokes. It assumes you haven't played the first one.
0: Okay. So it's coming out on new systems?
1: Yeah, Wii U and 3DS um, on May 26th. And probably Steam on the same day, but shh, don't tell anybody. How much? Uh nine ninety nine each. Nine
0: ninety nine. Yeah i remember not, when not, these games were a dollar on steam or on ios rather
1: yeah when they
0: or i at least the first one the first
1: one before it had any of the chapters in it
0: they made the price go up yeah that was weird
1: because they added a bunch more content to it.
0: i know but that's just weird to see an ios app price go up
1: it sold better at the higher price point <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Hey, you have an assumption
3: of quality if it's more expensive. Oh, yeah. More bang- ah, what's this little cheap dollar game? More bang for your buck.
0: I don't know, but nowadays when you put out an expensive game, like, are you kidding me? I ain't putting that kind of money out on an iOS game when I can get these 15 other games well, for the t- same the price as all thing
1: this. is <laughs> you basically have two camps, and the two camps is every game should be free, and I'm not paying that yeah the other camp is i'm not playing those crappy free-to-play games i want to spend money up front and then not have you harass me so it's sort of interesting because harvest moon seas of memories came out on ios and android and we saw that play out in the comments where you had the people that the staunch free-to-players that were like i'm not spending money on this game and the staunch non-free-to-players that were like you get what you pay for put up or shut up I had to actually break up a couple arguments nice. between some of those That's people. Funny. So, yeah. It's it's sort of interesting.
0: Only sort of? <laughs> Sorry.
1: I told people got really petty about it, but it was not so interesting.
0: Wait, wait. People got petty in the comments? Oh, yeah. No.
1: The, oh. Those two groups do not mix well together.
0: <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah. laughs> oh. Were
1: you surprised? I was surprised. They get together
0: like Sony and Nintendo's <laughs> fans? <laughs> Sony and Xbox, I guess I should say. All right.
1: Yes, that's a much that's a much better comparison. All
0: right. Uh, Call of Cthulhu tabletop role playing game is getting a video game. Focus Home Interactive and Cyanide again. Studio. Again, again. There's, yes, again.
1: There's been quite a number of Cthulhu. Yes, they're getting
0: like a that. new video game adaptation. Good, good point. Uh, it's planned for release sometime in 2017. It's described as an RPG investigation game. Ooh, there you go, Anna. Featuring psychological horror and stealth mechanics.
1: So I remember playing the last Call of Cthulhu game. And the problem was, is that I was really bad at dodging stuff. So eventually I was somewhere in like a sewer or a water treatment plant And I basically had to dart across this gangway that had tentacles all around it.
0: Tentacles!
1: And I I was so excited when I made it all the way through with the tentacles not killing me. Except as I rounded the corner to continue going, all of a sudden my character started breathing really heavily. Mm -hmm. And then grabbed his knife and stabbed out both of his eyes. And I got a game over.
0: Yeah, you went insane. Yes. You did it wrong.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, <laughs> I'm kind of curious how this ge- how hard this game was going to be. Which game was this? There was a Call of Cthulhu game. It was like On PC what? And, three and Xbox. Oh, okay. I'm not even sure it was 360.
2: It's all fun and games until someone stabs, stabs out, out their, their eyes.
1: eyes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm kind of... I like i like the lovecraftian mythos even though i abhor anything that um is scary i like lovecraftian stuff shut up siri
0: (laughs) siri is cthulhu
1: apparently yeah so um for those who are playing the legend of zelda Hyrule warriors
0: and all three of them
1: yeah medley (laughs) arrived this week for both the three D S version and the Wii U version. And for those who are like, who the heck is Medley? Yeah, who the she's, heck is Medley? She's the girl in Wind Waker, the the beaky birdie girl. And she plays a harp. And oh okay. so she uses her harp as a weapon in uh Hyrule Warriors. And she's got what is described as a somewhat unique moveset. And I really don't know what that means because something is either unique or it's not. You can't have a qualifier like somewhat unique.
0: So her arms can turn into wings? Yes. Which is weird.
1: And so she flies you around in in Wind Waker at least.
0: Okay. And she's throwing bombs at things. I'm watching her play now. Yeah. uh... Well, everybody gets bombs.
1: Okay. Everybody gets sort of the trip... The typical link weapon so you get like a boomerang and a bomb and what you get depends on the level it uh, looks do.
0: like um it looks like exactly what you would expect from a dynasty warriors game I don't
1: yep. have to tell you. so yeah she's available now Slightly if you've played unique. as if you've played as her or you're playing high warriors in in general let us know because i'm kind of curious i have not yet picked that up i'm curious about it
0: which version it would you get
2: Say what which, which version, version would you, you get? get probably the 3ds version of, okay. because I have a new 3ds okay and that's that what I was about like, to ask that sounds like that'd be fun to play on the go
1: all
0: right it's a little framing on
3: the Wii U
1: yeah we have it on both all
0: right. yeah yes, a, yeah getting fan. getting lots of getting lots of use out of that purchase yeah
1: well I beat it on the Wii
0: U you did that's true we shouldn't feel bad about the Wii U one
1: I do feel a little bad about
0: the 3 The 3DS one? But it got you access to all the content that you can add back into the Wii U one, right? Yes. Sort of? Sort of. Except you haven't entered that code in. Nope. <laughs> so. Uh, One-Way Heroics. No, Mystery Chronicle. Oh, wait. What does that mean? It's part of the... So this is from those Mystery Dungeon folks. Yeah, that's Chunsoft. it. And they're doing a Mystery Dungeon plus One-Way Heroics thing?
1: Um, I'm not... I'm, well, yes. this the is... answer is yes
0: okay it's a spin-off to the mystery dungeon series and it's a reimagining of one-way heroics it's coming out sometime in the summer of 2016 uh here in the u.s it is a forced scrolling okay so this is a forced scrolling roguelike
1: which means as you go along the left side of your map is being eaten
0: which is what i thought one-way heroics was so.
1: yes that is exactly what one-way heroics is
0: so now it'll just have a really bad battle system.
1: Good. It'll also have uh, cameos from other Spike Jonshof series like Don Ropa, Shireen the Wander.
0: Okay, there you go. And mis- yeah, regular Mystery Dungeon. What is Wait, what is Oh, Mystery Dungeon Shirin, because there is no regular Mystery Dungeon is there. Nope. Okay.
1: Hey. Hey, what? hey, hey. What? what what what? Do you know what time what? it is?
0: Um What time? Adventure time? yeah
1: no maybe you should check your yokai watch to see what time it is
0: oh i don't have one of those anymore (laughs) i need a new one
1: (laughs) well there are new yokai watches coming out but they also announced nintendo also announced yokai watch 2 is coming to north america
0: oh okay so is this better than the apple watch (laughs) no oh it cost I think, less?
1: I think yes. Okay. All I think right. we're looking at two different audiences when it comes to Yokai Watch and Apple Watch.
0: Oh, does this one measure my health?
1: Uh no.
0: Does it measure my spirituality?
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that.
0: So, Yokai Watch 2 is coming out. Yeah, September so. 30th, 2016 yep. in the US for the Nintendo 3DS.
1: And much like a Pokemon game, it has now been divided into two versions.
0: And those versions' names are Bony Spirits and Fleshy Souls. <laughs> Ew.
1: That sounds gross. Yeah. And of course, just like a Pokemon game, Yokai. there are Yokai that are unique to each version.
0: Okay. So, I have to buy both?
1: Technically. I will buy one. And if you are interested, you may buy one. I'm other.
0: so not interested. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it.
1: What did you guys think of the first yoke I watched? I liked it, but I had very clear complaints about what I hated. Oh. So I tried... I tried the demo
2: and I wasn't feeling it. And then the demo crashed and reset my 3DS. So it's like,
1: okay, I'm not going (laughs) to mess with this. So um, my major complaints were one, the map system was not super special awesome. It was, it was a struggle to read it. Um, And two, the way you caught yokai was kind of infuriating because there was so much randomness to it. It drove me crazy. So the cool thing is, is both of those are corrected in Yo-Kai Watch 2. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. And I mean, the interesting thing is, is just to kind of give you an an idea of the difference between the two games. In Japan, Yo-Kai Watch 1 sold a million copies. And it's interesting because the anime got popular a long time after the game came out. So Gaijin was actually telling me on slack this week that yokai watch charted and then left the charts and then four months later started charting again because the anime got really popular so it sold like a million copies yokai watch 2 has sold four million and the yokai watch two and a half so like pokemon yellow sold like another three million Ooh. so the jump between the first and the second game in popularity in Japan kind of makes me super excited to see it here. So um and is it sounds like you probably don't even really need to play the first one to get what's
2: going don't. on in the second one. You don't at
1: all. Yeah. Okay. It is a completely contained story. You have the main character from the first um game, um, but you've moved. So I don't even think you have the same set of friends. So um, There's also oh, cool lame. things like um, there's, a, there's a time cycle in the game so different yokai might come out at different times of day and um, you can time travel via the yokai watch. And I don't know how that impacts the game but that sounds kind of cool.
0: Uh, probably just advances time so you could make it night when you want it to.
1: Right. And that makes a lot of sense. Alright. I, I might have to check out the sequel then. Yeah, I mean, if there's a demo, I would definitely say give it a try. I mean, I suspect that I'm going to pick this up and play this right away. Um, simply because I'm the only one interested on it, interested in it on the podcast, so it makes sense for me to do so.
0: Snore. <laughs> yeah,
3: these are not my kind of game.
0: No.
1: And that's cool. You know, it, I was sort of watching an interesting discussion unfold on Twitter that's like, not every game has to be for every person, and we don't know it all. That. It
0: all does, all of it does, I all definitely of the games,
3: like very niche games, so all <laughs> the
0: games for all the people, oh, all the time. Oh,
1: damn, what was that quote that I gave you this morning, Chris? Uh,
0: you gave me a quote,
1: yeah. I heard I don't very, remember. If I am not I heard... their customer, that means someone else is, and that is unacceptable. They, I, I heard a very interesting quote
2: along that lines yesterday. That's every poop has its flies.
1: <laughs> I like
0: it. How delightful!
2: <laughs> Not that I'm pl- playing yokai watches poop or anything. It's just, you know, if something isn't appealing to somebody, it's gonna be appealing to someone else.
0: <laughs> Speaking so. of poop that's appealing, New Atelier title is <laughs> gonna be revealed on May twenty fourth.
1: So this is sort of an interesting one. So a magazine a- accidentally revealed that there was going to be an announcement in a week. And then two days later, guests confirmed the announcement of the announcement. But we're All still right. waiting for the announcement.
0: <laughs> the magazine leaked
1: it somehow? Yeah.
0: How did they leak it?
1: Um, they put it in, like, the footer of their um, coming next week, and they weren't supposed to. Hmm. In on like their website,
0: okay. It, it
1: got mo- removed pretty All fast, right. but not before like Siliconera and Jamatsu and stuff noticed.
0: Yeah.
1: So we're getting a new Atelier game. Can we talk about when Shelly Plus is coming out here instead?
0: Nope. <sighs> Maybe this holiday.
1: I uh, that that's kind of my prediction. I was talking about this with Ninji, who is a friend of mine and a huge fan of the Atelier games, and it's like. As we were talking, we sort of realized that there's a really short lead-up time from when the Plus games are announced to when they're actually released. So I was sort of positing that if we get an, an announcement in July or August, we could see the game in, like, October or November. And that would be cool. And it would be enough time between Sophie and Shally. I'm I'm thinking wishfully.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, it's your, your obsession with Atelier is to be commended. (laughs) Thank you. Maybe.
2: When Sophie comes out, I'm going to become re-obsessed.
0: All right. Well, uh, Anna has left the room, which means, of course, that it's time to talk about uh, iOS Square Enix games um so they've announced a western release for final fantasy brave Exvius, and uh yeah it's ios and android excuse me its game is slated as a full-scale final fantasy title and will be free to play with in-app purchases when it launches in the summer of 2016 doesn't that just sound depressing it's a full-scale game but it's free to play uh, what does that amazing. mean
3: i can't wait to get it
0: yeah
2: you know, I, w- I was watching the trailer this morning, and it actually looks like a lot of fun, and it makes me wonder what the free-to-play element is going to be.
0: Maybe they're just selling chapters? Your character oh, I... died.
3: If you want a Phoenix down, buy it for 25 cents. Mm.
2: What, so, what I'm hoping is The it'll game's be like... in
0: portrait mode.
2: What the heck? What I'm hoping the free to play element is going to be is going to be like how, and bravely, and you don't have to if you don't want to, but somehow I don't think it's going to be like that.
0: Mm. Well, I bet you we can learn exactly how it works from uh, other websites that have reviewed the um, Japanese version. So let's see. Or the soft lost in Sweden, that's a good point. Let's see. Do you know what the what how it works, Anna? No.
1: I've been trying
0: to avoid information about it. You're trying to avoid information about it. Yeah,
1: because I wanna just play it.
0: No. We can't do that. <laughs> Watch me. Let's see. Uh celebrates five thousand characters. Yeah, in those you
3: kinda have to see how it is just so you don't get sucked into something to where it's it's
2: be it's a money more,
0: it does have yeah. yeah, it's it's it sounds like a more traditional model. They have um gems and summon tickets, so I guess you summon characters. So it's one of those.
3: I'd rather them just give me like a ten dollar game and it's just like the game.
0: Yeah, that is not this game.
1: <laughs> nope. It probably has a gotcha like um record keeper.
0: Yeah. Should you save up for lightning? Probably not. So, yeah, you, you do polls to get characters, it looks like. Ouch. Um, yeah. Yeah, you guys, yeah, this is, no. But you can get, like, characters from other Final Fantasy games. um, Just, like, Locke and Celeste and Tella, Lena, all these are in there. And that's just a few. So, Yeah. That's a lot of characters. You gotta pull them. I bet you have to fuse them or level them, too. <sighs> Two Final Fantasy free-to-plays is too many. <laughs> we just need one. I don't want to collect characters twice. Thank you. The end. All right. Uh, NIS America is going to be bringing out Phantom Brave for PC. Here's a game that's been ported from PS2 to Wii and now to PC. Man, PSP 2 mu- Oh yeah, they must really like this one.
1: <laughs> um, it's always sold. Con- it's always sold consistently well for a non disgaea
0: Oh, has it? Yes. Okay. Uh, it'll be July twenty-sixth, well, 26- it? Hmm? It was one of the
3: first ones too, wasn't
1: it? It predated. It was. It predated Disgaia.
3: Yeah, but there was, I think it was the second one. There was one, the La Pucelle, I think, was the first, right? Oh, yes. yeah. It was, yes. the
2: it was La Pucelle, then Disgaea, then Phantom Brave. Oh, oh really? Sorry. I thought
3: this came before Disgaea.
2: No, uh, but, La Pucelle. Uh, Disgaea came out first, and then when Disgaea was a success here in the U.S., they brought out La Pucelle. Right. Okay.
1: I got mixed up on the order. I like Lepus. it like was fun,
2: but I, I think that Phantom Brave does so well because uh, it's a very nice intro into the Disgaea style for beginners.
0: It uh, is a lot easier okay. than Disgaea. Disgaea is not that hard.
1: Yes, but it's got a lot of systems that all work together,
0: and it's the first one, doesn't? Yeah, it does. Oh, fine.
1: yeah, it does.
0: Not compared to the later ones.
2: Well, no, not compared to the later ones. But, but it, it still has a
1: bunch of systems. It has picking up and throwing and the, the color of the tiles and all of the abilities and going into the item world. And yeah, it's got a lot of systems layered all on top of each other, Chris. Phantom Brave in... is a little more streamlined.
2: Yeah, if, if you're coming into Disgaea from like a Final Fantasy Tactics or a Fire Emblem, then you're going to be overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, maybe. Fine. I will love
3: hate with those games. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I like. I don't know. Like, it's probably a topic for a different discussion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, for f- for Phantom Brave, you'll be able to pick it up in July 2016. No pricing has been announced yet, and the port is based on the Wii version. So, there you go. Uh, Sega has a new trailer out for Seventh Dragon trailer? Three Code. Code VFD talking about the combat. Woo.
1: So the game's coming out on July 12th. They all also right. announced the DLC schedule, which oh. will be 12, 19,
0: 26. $12, $19, no, $26? July
1: 12th, July 19th, July 26th.
0: Oh, and it's all free? No. Oh. It's,
1: none of it is free. Darn it. <laughs> So there was also kind of... Is some... this a
0: first-person dungeon crawler, but it's not on the Vita?
1: <laughs>
0: how does this work? Or is this third-person?
1: I haven't been paying attention I'm to it. I'm reading the video. I'm
0: watching the video, and I still can't tell. I think it is. I think it's first-person, believe... but then you see your character when they attack.
1: Yeah, that's how yeah. it works in, um, in Mind Zero. Okay. Also, there was kind of a little kerfuffle this week. Because um, in an interview, um, Sega said they have, quote-unquote, no current plans to bring the game to Europe, which is, honestly, PR speak for, shut up and let us do it.
0: Shut up and let us do it. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what people want to hear.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Now, he did follow up to say they are, quote-unquote, trying to make things happen. And think the problem that they're running into is untranslated rpgs do awful impal territories
0: really i yeah. didn't know that
1: um there's some exceptions and some clear you know the game is crap and that's why it's all like crap
0: no yeah the, there's no such thing as a crappy first person dungeon crawler
1: <laughs> so um. Southeast Asia.
0: Speaking of crappy translations, <laughs> Super Robot Wars Original Generation has a date for the Southeast Asia English language version. Um, the, Super Robot Wars Original Generation The Moon Dwellers will release in the region on August 5th, 2016. Uh, it'll be on PS4. And it comes out in
1: Japan on June 30th. Yeah, so... So, no chance of this coming to North America. Well, there's no
0: announcement, but...
1: Nah. It it's... is original
0: generation, so it has a better chance than a regular Super Robot Wars.
1: Um, okay.
0: Because there's no license stuff,
1: right?
0: Yeah, that's what the original generation means. <laughs> <laughs> we made all this crap up. That's what all means.
1: <laughs> so, but really, if
0: they've come out before, it's just that for a for a big console release, I don't know. So I'm gonna yes. just.
1: I mean, the thing is, is how motivated would they be to do so? I don't have a good feeling for how big the Super Robot Wars um, fandom is, and I don't know. I think out it's of that just Ellis. <laughs> how many people have a PS4 and are willing to buy a game? So I kind of wonder how much risk Bandai Namco is willing to take to relocalize the game and then spend marketing dollars on it, and then try to get it into stores because people want physical copies of stuff
0: do you want the japanese limited edition anna no what was Um, that kelly
2: (laughs) oh can't you it the ps4 is region free right it's english and i mean
1: that's the thing is why would bandai namco spend all of that money to localize and market and print a game that people who are legitimately interested in it can already get even in crappy english they just have to put a little more effort into it. But, I mean, these are also Super Robot Wars fans. Don't they already kind of put a fair amount of effort into their hobby? Because it's a lot of effort to build those
0: models, right? I'm pre-ordering it right now, actually. <laughs> no. Don't,
1: yes. Don't pre-order the Japanese version. I'm you not.
0: Cha- I'm pre-ordering the regular version.
1: Oh, you're, you're pre-ordering the Southeast Asian version? Yes. Oh, okay. Are you going to send it to Alice?
0: No, oh. it's for us. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna play robot game and talk to it, uh, talk about it with Alice. Don't
1: we already have a robot game sitting out in the living room? That yes, we that's another played? one.
0: Okay, we just got that. Okay, which I, robot game? Gundam you have? Break. We're gonna talk about it on the show when Alice is back. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's kind of the plan there.
1: Yeah, so it'll get played this week, in theory. So, um. Square Enix started talking more about Dragon Quest Heroes 2 multiplayer this week
0: what did they say?
1: Um, they said that it's going to have cross play and cross save which is cool if you're in Japan because they have the PS3, PS4 and Vita versions okay. I think, didn't we just get it on PS4? what? dragon quest heroes one yes yeah yeah so um you can do multiplayer two different ways one you can summon your friends to join in a party instead of taking the npcs i mean they'll still be npc controlled but they will be like a hero as opposed to like someone from another dragon quest game um the other thing that you can do is do labyrinth maps and labyrinth maps are kind of a standard from the Dragon Quest series where you get them and go do them. I don't know how to explain it well.
0: <laughs> you get little treasure maps throughout your adventures, and then you go do the treasure maps, which is just a randomly generated dungeon essentially. You get cool things inside it, and then usually you earn more maps to do more things, or you can have. A... Well, how did that work last time? Wasn't there a crafting system around them or something like that?
1: Well, I remember I think it was Dragon it was Quest 10, 9, or 9. Yeah, 9 where had... if you did a map, you got a map.
0: Something like, I don't know. I don't remember it's the details. Been a
1: while. So, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 is coming out on May 27th in Japan, but hasn't been announced for North America yet.
0: I'd be surprised if we didn't. This is get an it. E3 announcement. Yeah.
1: It I mean, there's no reason to not announce it at this point unless they're holding it for E3. The question is whether it will be unless playable. Unless they're
0: not going to localize it till next year, and then they might hold the announcement for longer.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, no, I.
1: Th- I think it's a this year title. Okay.
0: That seems reasonable to me. I
1: don't think that they have a real strong motivation to hold it over until
0: 2017.
2: Unless they think it'll unless they think it'll take away from uh, 15's Thunder or Final Fantasy 15. No. No.
0: I think I think they've got enough marketing going on for 15. Yeah, and I think that they're scared. comfortable
1: releasing Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy within the same window. I mean, window? I don't, I don't think it'll the be same the same, same week or anything, but I could see them doing it within the same
0: quarter. What is 15? September? September. Yeah. yeah. So this could be November.
1: Yeah. I could, yeah see, I could see it being like a last week of November game.
0: Yeah.
1: Like basically a Black Friday launch.
0: Well, whatever. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, as is, always, I could be totally wrong. Yeah. What is Codex Worlds? They are it, a developer in Texas. hmm They have it unveiled a new game, Anna.
1: A first-person dungeon crawler.
0: Oh. And it's a <laughs> roguelike. <laughs> My favorite everything. Yes. Uh, it's procedurally generated dungeons. You are tasked with... Um, taking charge of a group of four adventurers to slay the reawakened lich lord or is it lich lord
1: i think it's i'll a say lich. It
0: both ways because people get upset oh that's and right and we'll stop We've him from his conquest of pylandria not to be confused with his own phylactery right,
3: no. <laughs> right. oh my from so... a
0: completely first person perspective players must navigate the dungeons and engage in real time combat by selecting a hero to act via icons at the bottom of the screen i just like how we're explaining how a video game works this goes uh, like
1: right out of a press
0: release is it? it i don't know sure yeah. sounds like press release uh, writing i don't know don't make fun of our writers sorry skills cool down in real time strategic placement in the front or the back row will be important um so there's classes it's like cleric bard necromancer etc and there's a story and all we know is it's coming out quarter one 2017 and that there's a trailer trailer So, Um, yeah,
1: Q1 2017.
0: Oh, whoa, this is not, like, a mobile game. This is, like...
1: the PC game. This
0: is, like, a real game. Yeah. With, like, graphics and stuff. But... So, all they're shown is, like, environments and monsters in the trailer, and it's obviously early. Um, So... But still, that's... That could be something.
2: The gameplay footage reminded me of Legends of Grimrock.
0: Yep. Yep. And so, it looks like indie 3D development. So um it looks neat it it doesn't look generic uh, you know i'm not gonna i'm just gonna dig a hole if i try and explain things like that uh just go watch the trailer see if it's at the level that you like <laughs> anna yes i have a question for you yes have you been longing and pining for a new Saga game from Square Enix?
1: Absolutely not. Oh, I have know... I got news for you? <laughs> no, but I know people that have, and I'm kind of excited for them, because Romancing Saga 2 is coming out for iOS and Android. It's coming out um, this week. It's going to be $17.99, May 26th. And um, this is the first time the game's coming out in North America.
3: Oh? Yes. All right. But then it's kind of slap in the face. It's like, okay, it's on iOS and Android. But I guess wait, it does wait. have a Vita version coming. There's it's a Vita though.
1: version that's available in Japan.
0: And guys, in March. we were um, complaining earlier about free-to-play games on mobile from Screenix. This one isn't a free-to-play, is it? Nope, Tony Bones. It's a real game. So,
3: I'll just complain about any game going to mobile that I want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I mean, they did sort of... They had sort of a feedback campaign when this was first announced and was like, hey, guys, if you actually want to see this on the Vita, like, go to our um, story about it on our blog and comment about it. The huh? problem was is right. that I couldn't register for their comment system. so Why not? I had to, uh, it kept throwing back errors. Okay. So I had to be like, hey, I can't register on your blog, so I'm going to tweet you and say, hey, I would love to have this on Vita. And... I looked back a couple of days later and a lot of people tweeted them the exact same thing.
0: So they sabotaged their blog to make sure yeah. they don't need to make a Vita version? <laughs> hey, I do. We gave know. you guys a chance. <laughs> Whoa. I
2: Their I'm website has loud
0: music.
1: Sorry. Very loud music.
2: I'm uh, I'm actually kind of excited about this game because I was into the backtrack about the Saga series and they made the Romancing Saga series on the Super Nintendo sound like they just had really interesting, deep
1: stories. So maybe you'll try this out and let us know next week?
0: Wait, yeah, when I'm is it gonna... out? I'm going to try this out. Okay. When is it out? Oh, five days from now. Yeah, the 26th. Can I pre-order on my phone and get a collector's edition? No.
2: <laughs> um, I'm hoping that it'll be playable on the tablet because I can just plug in my USB controller to my tablet and just play in bed
1: now I, I don't know if there's any indication that this has controller support so I don't know if you use <laughs> a third party program sometimes you can kind
2: of cheese controller support yeah. yeah
0: if they're smart they have controller support but yeah I guess that's a that's being been. That's hmm. a that's a loaded. They may be giving comment. them too much credit, huh? <laughs> um, so. there are other games do like the other RPGs. Yeah. So like, I, I imagine this one would. All right. Yeah, I'm totally. I'll try this.
1: Okay. Maybe. I mean, I didn't like Legend of Legacy, There's which is so a games. saga game. So I kind of was not super interested in this.
0: Wait, Legend of Legacy is a saga game?
1: Yeah. Yes. Really? It just doesn't have yes. the Saga name. Why? It's made by the team that made Saga games. Why
0: doesn't it have the Saga name?
1: Because they didn't get it. It's not made by Square Enix.
0: Okay. It's but it's, it's like just like how one of those would work? Yes. That game was kind of boring.
1: Yes. It's why I mailed it to somebody fun. else. It
0: wasn't fun. They forgot the fun. Yeah. But it had a frog. Uh,
1: I,
2: I <laughs> stopped about halfway through. It got too hard, too fast.
0: So this one might suck, too, then. How did the first what? Romancing Saga do?
2: I'm not sure. Let's, the first Romancing Saga was remade for the PlayStation 2.
1: Did we get it? Yeah, we got it. Okay.
0: It. How it did we review it? Do very well. Huh? Oh, no? Okay.
3: Critically, it's one of those games where it's got a cult following with a, a certain fan base, but generally it's Uh, Not usually well received uh, uh, as a mainstream type of game.
0: Yeah,
3: so it's uh, either it's kind of like you love it or hate it.
2: Saga games are very obtuse. They they have a lot of very deep systems that you've pretty much gotta. Other people have to figure out for you In order to figure them out And on on paper When I describe them like that They don't sound very fun at all But once you kind of get into them They can be really fun Hmm Right. And that and that killed the podcast.
0: It did. You killed. No. You know what? I got distracted. I'm looking for the review for Romancing Saga, and I got distracted by this villain off feature on our site. And I'm like, oh, where do I vote for the current villain feature? And then I realize it's Luca Blight versus N, and I don't have strong feelings about either of them as villains. So mostly because I haven't played Sweequenten 2 Hmm. But N wants to free the Pokemon. You need to fix that. Oh, do you I? Have
3: nothing to do. You have
0: no games to play. Go play Sweet Two. I've got so many games to play. I can't get myself to play any of them. That's my problem.
3: Sweet Two is like one of the best RPGs ever, though.
0: I've heard that.
2: The best RPG that nobody played.
0: Sweet <laughs> Two? Just well, everybody, Apparently, everybody who hangs out at RP Gamer has played it.
1: Because <laughs> Luca is one of our uh, villains that we have in our villain off.
0: Luca is winning by a large margin. Yes.
1: <laughs> if
2: uh, I a feeling, if,
0: it's gonna be between him and uh, Kefka. Oh, really? Okay.
2: I'm gonna say Luca Blight makes Kefka look like a good guy, as far as how just horrible Luca Blight is. But Kefka's already
0: point point. unbelievably bad, as in like uh, it's so bad that it is you can't believe that it's true, and you're saying this is even. All right. Yes. Okay.
2: I'm trying to give you a tease to go play right. some couldn't, too.
0: Right.
2: So that you can see just how much worse Luca Blight really is. We have that,
1: it, don't we? Didn't it get...
2: Even
0: on PSN? I thought Luca yeah, Blight was PSN. a villain from Captain Planet. We're the Planeteers. Oh, that's even Dr. Blight. Too. That's something else, isn't it? All right. Hey, Anna. Yeah. I I know what game I want to play.
1: You want to play Final Fantasy XV? That's
0: right. Can I get that cool, awesome, special collector's <laughs> edition?
1: Maybe. So here's the deal: Square Enix right, announced right now. that Where they are, are go? going to put up a whole bunch more ultimate collector's editions, which was like the three thousand dollar package.
0: Isn't that three thousand dollars? Is it? It was like two hundred. Yeah, that's better. I
1: think two ninety. Wasn't it two ninety nine? But it
0: wasn't three thousand dollars. It was
1: expensive. <laughs> and i like hyperbole damn it okay so here's the deal here's how getting a uh final fantasy 15 uce is going to work
0: and it looks like the thing that's been holding them back is a silly action figure in the thing Yep. okay
1: so for fans in north and south america the newly produced copies of the uce will be distributed to fans based on their order within the waiting list Fans will receive an email containing a private link to purchase the UCE. Oh. This link is only valid for 48 hours. Uh-oh. These emails will begin rolling out on May 23rd Check at the Pacific. <laughs> if we do not receive your order during this time, the UCE will be passed to the next person on our waiting list. For our fans in France, same deal. Okay. You get an email, you have 48 hours. Done. <laughs> for fans in the rest of europe excluding france what the heck <laughs> our new batch of uces will go on sale monday the 23rd of april what they typoed i assume they mean the 23rd of may at 10 a.m bst on our european store and will be sold on a first come first serve basis for fans in so Australia- they'll be
0: sold out at 10 1 a.m yes Right.
1: For fans in Australia and New Zealand,
0: screw you! There will be no more UCEs made available in these territories. No, it says there will be more details to follow. Oh, okay. What are you reading? Um. Okay, so
1: the version that I says that's, that says there will be no more UCEs made available.
0: So I'm reading on Silicon Era, the story you link.
1: Okay. It, then they probably corrected it at some point.
0: It says there will be more UCEs made available for our fans here. More details to follow. Okay. And it just wanted to say screw you to Australia. I think she did.
1: <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm looking at a version that got copied and pasted to me on the 19th. So
0: basically you're jealous of Australia's, um, you know, uh, the game industry's ability to just say screw you to Australia. You wanted <laughs> to do it yourself, huh?
1: No, seriously. It seriously says in my version that there will be no more coming.
0: Okay. Well, someone so, edited that. Yes.
1: <laughs> so apparently that was a negative that was unintended. You guys are getting more. My bad. Yeah, I, Watch for details. Guess
0: what? You're probably not getting more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so my my favorite part about this. We cannot guarantee that this new batch of 10,000 UCEs will arrive on time for the launch of Final Fantasy Fifteen on the 30th of September. Well, but rest assured, we are trying our absolute hardest to get them to fans in time. We will, of course, provide updates on this closer to the time of release. So um, you may get one of these, but you still not may- be able to play the game on launch day.
3: They, they shouldn't even bother then, because you know how much salt it's going to be when people don't get the $300 uh, collector editions on launch day? Uh,
1: tough bananas. You were told ahead of time that it wasn't going to arrive on time.
3: Yeah, but you know matter. they're going to be damned if you do, damned if you do not on this.
1: Yeah. I mean, the answer to that is tough crap.
0: Oh, I agree. Uh, I'm just this is so dumb.
1: I mean, they can complain all they want. It's not like Square Enix has that many community managers to, I,
0: I'm, to I'm not going to anyways. buy this version, Anna. No. I, we decided
1: am... lot.
0: we decided we we
1: watched the presentation that we didn't want it.
0: It doesn't sound like an interesting collector's. All right, Kelly, what are you saying?
2: If if they had a version without the overpriced figurine, I would love to get a collector's edition, but this is a new character. I don't know if I'm going to like him or not. I don't want to drop $200 on a collector's edition that's jacked up
1: just because it has this figure. So there was a, a regular collector's edition, but it sold out immediately, and I don't think it's been up again since.
3: Is that there the was a, other one?
1: What?
2: There, w- there was a collector's edition with art book and soundtrack and no figure?
3: I don't think so. Um, yeah. I got something. There was not there a collector's and like a limited one?
0: Oh, thank you, Square Enix, for making this such a headache. (sighs)
2: Because I I pre-ordered the one that came with the movie. Yeah,
1: so there's the the Ultimate Collector's Edition, the Deluxe Edition, and the Day One Edition.
0: All right, so Day One is just the game plus whatever The Deluxe
1: Edition is the Steelbook, the movie, the game, and all the DLC.
3: Okay, that's what I have.
1: That's what I have. Yeah. The UCE is all the things. And it's two hundred and seventy dollars. So it's not two hundred.
0: Ooh, what's the digital edition? Let's see. That's what I Chris likes the idea of the digital edition. Let's see. I Everything mean if we get the, the day price. one edition,
1: we can mail it away to someone when we don't
0: play oh, it. Oh, there's there's exclusive bonuses on PlayStation Network. Yes. The Big Bang Dynamic Theme, the Angler set, whatever that is, and a sixteen bit buddies car skin.
1: Yeah, so if you go the digital route you get some DLC. I like that. Yeah, and I mean I wouldn't mind that.
3: My point of view may be unpopular now, but the closer we're getting to the game release, the less interested I'm getting in it. For whatever reason.
0: No, that's that that's called overhype. And you are recognizing I, I it. it and reacting yeah. to it appropriately.
3: <laughs> I I kinda it was cool when I was first playing it i guess it was the pax east right before the the first beta that's where i met wheels and i played it up there with him and that was really cool but since then i just i don't know i guess maybe it's like you said or just fatigue with
0: the game marketing fatigue (laughs) anna do we
1: care about any of this crap no let's buy it digitally or buy the day one edition
0: all right but then we won't get Kingslave.
1: yeah we care about king's
0: but in in the, the collector
3: editions, the only way to get to like chapter six or exclusive yeah. chapter of the movie. There's an exclusive so
0: chapter of the movie. Oh right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Of the anime. Of the
0: anime. Yep. Which is not King's yep. clave It's the other thing. Uh, Final, wow.
1: Final Fantasy 15 Road Trip anime.
0: Road Trip. The Road Trip. Uh yeah. Oh, here's you also get postcards, Anna. Don't you want postcards? Woohoo! No.
1: I like postcards when Gaijin sends them to me because they have cool notes on the back, but not really in general.
0: He sends you postcards?
1: He has sent me a couple different
0: postcards. I haven't seen these postcards.
1: Uh, I don't think I brought them with me.
0: Oh. Okay, so this was a long time ago. Yeah. All right. So he needs to send you new postcards.
1: Yeah. Hey, why did you... Oh, sorry. What? I... You did a weird thing here. What? Okay. You put the link in the wrong spot. I did. Okay. I'm sorry. So, and ooh,
0: that... ooh, if you're on Xbox One, you get Avatar costumes and a Carbuncle pet. Ooh, don't you want a Carbuncle pet? Mm. No?
3: There's saying there's going to be about five people with
0: those costumes? So there's different little DLC bonuses you get with the collector's edition, uh, excuse me, the deluxe edition that you don't get in the digital. This is stupid. I hate this game already. <laughs> Let's talk about a Kickstarter. Undead Darlings, and we have the Kickstarter checking.
1: Yeah, so this is um, done by some of the people that used to be at Nisa.
0: They canceled their crowdfunding effort and last then, year,
1: and then they picked it back up this week.
0: Okay, so this is a. <laughs> Here's the tagline: Explore the fun apocalypse with a unique half zombie crew of girls in this Japanese-inspired visual novel dungeon crawling RPG hybrid.
1: So, Mind Zero.
0: Is it on the Vita? Yes. It, it is, is on the Vita. No,
1: sorry, it's PC and PS4.
0: PC and PS4. Okay. Um it is All right. Yeah. It is half RPG, <laughs> half visual novel, I guess. They want 45,000. They are at 17,425 right now. You can get in for a buck and you get their thanks as well as a nod in their credits. Uh, backers at all tiers will also gain access to backer-only updates and any post-funding surveys. Let's see. Uh, you get a copy of the game at $13? No, nope, all gone. No, they're not all gone. One hundred and ten backers. I'll, 110 oh. left at oh, okay. $13. Sorry, Early I'm, Undead I'm, Bird.
1: I'm looking at, pledge $13 or more. Early Undead Digitals. Want nothing but digital data? This tier is your jam. All gone.
0: Yeah, they added more. Ah, okay. <laughs> so they added 300 more, it looks like. Um, nothing, yeah digital copy of the game for steam yeah okay good and then uh, for 18 if that runs out so it gets you the game um, and then if you go why is there a crow smoking a cigarette all right um, there's some weird <laughs> stuff going on in their in their pictures here then if we go all the way down For $400, and they still have four of these left, Undead Diva get all the rewards from the Undead Collector Edition, or level, and our enemy artist will take a portrait of you, of your choosing, and create an enemy to be used in the game that carries your likeness. Our artist has asked to keep this limited to five backers, and we reserve the right to tweak the design if something is, like, inappropriate. Okay, now... He said they'd be limited to five backers, and yet they're they're selling ten of these. They're selling ten of them. So I don't know what that means. Uh, Digital game for Steam, Certificate of Undeath, a drink koozie, a tear-resistant poster. This is all the stuff you get in this tier. Uh, The physical OST, the physical art burk, a graffiti signature in the game's dungeons, optional. And, of course, what they just said about your likeness becoming an enemy. I wonder if I could be a cigarette-smoking crow. Um, Let's see. There you go. That's, uh, That's Undead Darlings. This... This doesn't look that good, Anna. What do you think? It's not making me excited.
1: Um, I'm really undecided. All right. Well. I mean, I trust the people that are making it, but I've kind of been burned on Kickstarters not ever making it on time lately.
3: Oh, you know, uh, bringing that up, remember we we're talking about Arcadia and Atlas? They actually funded.
1: Yeah, I think we actually backed that.
3: Yeah, the Raccooninator. Okay, cool. Yeah, Chris backed it. <laughs> Damn right. You backed it at the Raccooninator
0: level? No, I did not back it at the Raccooninator
3: okay. level. Okay. Yeah, I backed it. And I remember we talked about it last time. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to make it. But they had a really good finish. That they game looks
1: good.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, uh, like, came out of nowhere and got their goal and the first stretch.
0: Well, didn't goal. they get Ken Levine to help promote the thing?
1: Uh, Yeah, because yeah. there's a Bioshock character in
0: it. Yeah, so that helps. Just a little help. You know? Yeah. I think uh,
3: they're saying Twitter, the Twitter
0: uh Twitter um, campaign Word Mouth really mm.
3: uh, helped it out. I think a lot of their subs came from that. Nice.
0: Alright, so time for some briefs.
1: Um the new expansion pack, Destiny Rise of Iron, was leaked.
0: It's oh yeah, be Rise of Iron? Yep. Gonna be 83. When's it coming out? This fall. All right.
1: All that all that leaked was a poster with its name. Okay. But it's been confirmed as legit.
0: Ska Studios has uh, added its 2D RPG, Salt and Sanctuary, to Steam. So if you're looking for that game that was on like, PS4 and stuff. May 24th. All right. Let's see.
1: So go to our, read our review of it.
0: Yeah chemco games are on sale for 99 cents
1: so we actually just talked about chemco on the q a cast this week which i starred on i guess starred you,
0: get star- you starred on i guess starred where do i get these chemco rpgs
1: um both android and ios have them okay or you can go to chemco com slash global
0: okay uh let's see the There's a bunch of breakdown videos of Pokemon Sun and Moon and the various things they've picked up are multiple islands, some shadows of new Pokemons, and there are crowds that seem to watch your battles. Thank you. Thank you, Internet Sleuths, for figuring all that out. Anna, tell me about Dark Souls board game.
1: So there was a Dark Souls board game that was on Kickstarter, and they wanted 50,000 pounds to make the game. guess how much they got Mm 3.7 million
0: what the heck <laughs> wait what so
1: basically the game f- went from like four characters and two bosses and like 16 minions to like 16 characters and 10 bosses and like a massive amount of minions this is
0: i'm gonna wish i backed this board game because yes, you're gonna get it's gonna quite be expensive
1: when it comes out
0: oh you could do late pledges
1: So if you want to slack or backer it, I won't stop you. Go ahead.
0: How does this work?
1: Because it's going to be way, way cheaper now than it will be at launch.
3: 80 pounds. That's what? 120 bucks, maybe? 130?
0: Yeah. You get the soul pledge level (laughs) plus all unlocked stretch goals. You receive an email, blah blah blah. If you want more than one, please only back once. And you, oh okay.
1: Yeah, so they made this Kickstarter really easy. You either backed for the game as a consumer, or you backed for the game as a store owner. That was it. Those are your choices. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. You backed as a person to get a single copy, or you backed as a store to get multiple copies.
0: Here's my problem okay. with hmm? spending a lot of money on a board game.
1: Even- are we gonna play it?
0: Are we gonna play it? Is it any good? Yeah. Have I tried it to tell if I enjoy playing it or not? Even if it is good. And, and I, I have none of that here. And that's a lot of money. I have a, a lot room
3: of with a shit ton of board games that I haven't really played even though I want to. Yeah.
2: My, my husband and I have bought a lot of board games and um, unfortunately it's only my husband and I that get really interested in them because a lot of them are way too complicated for the rest of my family. And that's kind of the frustrating thing about it.
0: I, I'm I'm a bit concerned that Dark Souls is going to fall into the complicated category. Uh, Always. Yes. Hmm. Then again, do you think the board game group would like this, Anna? Or my gaming group?
1: I would say show it to them this week and see what they think of it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There's not enough explanation of what's going on for that. See, all these figures need to be painted is the problem, too.
1: Uh, give them to the Mike.
0: Yeah. Because he has time for that.
1: (laughs) He has a basement to do Uh them in now.
0: Man, that's... a Oh, look at all those extra characters. And Solera of Astora was unlocked. Okay, good.
3: (laughs) Buying those... Buying these kind of things is always a trap for me. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, oh yeah, it's really cool, I like it. But I usually... I have a bunch in my room, like my retro room, that are still uh sealed like all my descent stuff oh man you should play descent that's good i know i should i want to it's just kids I have let's kids. go, let's go over get to older.
0: jonathan's house and play descent everybody
3: <laughs> i have descent i have twilight imperium still sealed i have ogre i have so much fun board games you could always play over or, Skype. i think they're fun yeah, but they would have a, I don't know, how, how would you do that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could do, I don't know. We should play RPGs over Skype. We should play Legends of the Sword Coast over Skype, and I should set up some burning horses. All right. Horse corpses. <laughs> oh, and Southerner, I did have a
3: uh, an interview I just posted up with uh, Stoic, Arnie Jorgensen of Stoic for Banner Saga 2. So
0: hey. Have you been playing Banner Saga 2?
3: No, I need to. It's another one I've been meaning to play.
0: Yeah, that's on my list
3: too. <laughs> the first game, I beat in like one sitting, almost.
0: Yeah, it's not that long, I suppose. And I it's part two it, of, well, three. of
3: three.
0: Yep. Hmm. It's darker. Was, your
2: soul, was your soul crushed after beating it in one setting?
3: No. I was sucked in.
0: I mean, I, I paused it at times, and I got food and you know things, but it's basically like one. Well, at least day you got food, because you know it's hard to keep everybody fed in that game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so we got some trailers: Marie, Technomancer, Trailer, Witcher Three, Trailer, Tokyo Mirage Sessions: Pound Fire Emblem, Tiki. Who's Tiki?
1: T. What? A tiki. Right, You haven't played Fire Emblem. Tiki is an ancient dragon that shows up in several of the games. Okay. So Tiki's in the trailer.
0: All right. You. All right. Well, I'll, I'll look for that later. Um, Story of Seasons. Trailer. With Hamtaro? Yeah. What? So
1: Hamtaro is going to be a pet in the new Story of Seasons. That's fantastic. Games. Also, they introduced a genderless... Um, a marriage candidate so the inari the fox person can be wooed whether you play a male or a female character they just flip the gender
0: okay grand kingdom trailer caligula
1: trailer
0: which that sounds i but
1: i don't know much about
0: caligula but we have a bunch of trailers about it so go check it out
1: isn't caligula like a real person
0: i don't know yes roman emperor yes there's he a was, lot of stuff on there. He was one of
1: the Julius Caesars.
0: So Caligula is another one of these, like, I'm going for a Persona thing, where there's, like, it looks like monsters and stuff and computers, and I don't know what's going on. So go check you that out. You know what else
3: I'm excited for coming up? What? Total War Warhammer?
0: That's coming out soon.
3: Mm-hmm. That I haven't I don't seen much spin spin about it since. Overwatch.
0: Yeah? I think oh, the reviews have been solid. All right, good. Or there are too many games. Education. Too many games, yep. everybody. Too many games. I can't handle this. I'm in a game funk. I can't have all these games coming out, because then I fall further behind. All right. Hey, I have some advice for a game funk. Um, yes. Whoa. Okay, I thought I had another one in here. All right. Yeah,
1: it's. I have it up on the forums when you're ready.
0: Oh, okay. The third one? Yep. All right. So, first off, from Strawberry Eggs, I'll grant that I haven't gone through game funk myself, but I hear taking a break from video games for a while can help, which sounds kind of like what you're doing. What bothers me about Fire Emblem Fate's second generation, but nice, nice mood change here in the email, in the, in the forum post, isn't so much that they're inconsequential, but their justification for existing in the first place. I just can't get over how stupid it is, and it feels like they were shoehorned in because it was a popular feature in Awakening. I worry a bit about the next game that they might be able to get one more, though they might be able to get more, one more generation system out of Fire Emblem by remaking Genealogy of the Holy War, the fourth game in the series. That one was where the romancing and second generation system originated. Right. Okay. So
1: I asked her, I'm not super familiar with the Japanese only Fire Emblem games. So how did the kids get involved in genealogy? Yeah. And she says, genealogy of the Holy War is split into two parts. So the children replace the parents after a 17 year time skip. And if the woman the children are born to aren't married by the time they hit chapter six, the parent is replaced by basically an NPC character
0: oh okay
1: so if you don't marry them off they don't get to have like the interaction and social links um but it continues to make sense
0: alright Budai writes in and says I've broken game slumps by playing games from genres I generally don't well thank you for the advice Budai I thought Victor had a post this week. Okay. The
1: RPG Ash on the 3DS recently interrupted my own gaming slump because its story is just that good, even though its turn-based combat has way too much required grinding. Ash reminds me of why I love traditional JRPGs. My suggestion for overcoming a game slump is to focus on the games in a series you love. There has to be some game series you enjoy immensely but haven't played through all the installments yet. If there is none, perhaps it really is time to take a break from gaming. Uh Uh-oh and she also talked a bunch about world of warcraft and how the boost works so um you were asking about a physical edition versus um the digital collector's edition yeah so blizzard has officially announced a system that allows player to who bought legion twice to contact customer service and get back their standard or digital deluxe legion key depending on which one they bought the key then can then be given to a friend they have not confirmed the players who buy the game twice get a refund
0: so uh, wait what so So i buy so i buy both because i buy the digital one and then i buy the collector's edition right. right So
1: you email them and say, hey, I have two keys, and they say, no problem, here's one of your keys back.
0: But one of them's physical anyway, so I'll just get it when I get the box. All right. But you need need to put in the key
1: to get all the collector's edition goodies. Oh,
0: Oh, right. And then they give me the key for the game back.
1: They give you the key for the game back.
0: All right well that's something like spending a lot of money just just get some extras yes that's that's how that's how extras work yeah right
1: so I mean in theory what we could do is if you buy the digital deluxe now and get the digital and get the physical collector's edition mm-hmm. I would take your extra key the problem is is I would have to wait for you to resolve that mm-hmm. which may or may not take time mm-hmm. so yeah
0: That doesn't sound like a great solution. I liked it better when it's just I knew that I had both keys on there and you're just going to give me game time. Yeah. That, yeah that, I, that, so that's an that's easy good. solution. At
1: BlizzCon, they said that people who both pre-purchase digitally and get a collector's edition, quote unquote, should get a refund. But as Victor points out, don't she doesn't recommend taking anything set at BlizzCon. It's a hard and fast guarantee because they have a uh, a history of overpromising at BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, all right, so let's
0: talk about what we're going to be playing this week. All right. So first off, on PlayStation 3 coming out, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. I've not heard of this game at all.
2: Is that the one by Rocksteady? I,
0: that would be an appropriate studio to make it, wouldn't it? Um,
2: <laughs> I didn't even think about that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
2: i made by the Batman people.
0: I hope it is made by Rocksteady. Let's find out who's making that. Uh mutants and Mint- uh platinum games. So oh. so I'm sorry, it's probably just gonna be good instead. <laughs> so uh let's see. Um it could be awful, I guess. I don't know. It looks weird. Um I can't wait to see some quick looks of this, so this might be good. Platinum plus Ninja Turtles seems like a good combo.
2: Right. Oh, I heard that uh, Transformers Devastation
0: was really good. It is I need to, like, re-rent that and finish it or something. All right. PlayStation 4 is getting Adam's Venture Origins, Downwell, Dungeons 2, The Last Blade 2, Lumo, Overwatch, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan, The Last Blade 2. I just said that one already. All right. We... uh, Let's see. The Xbox 360 gets the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. The Xbox One gets uh, Cube. Cubicolor, Overwatch, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Tropical Five. Xbox One gets Tropical Five! Yay! Everyone gets Tropical Five. And that, that, I guess they're not getting it for free or anything. All right.
1: Yeah, but I mean, considering that it w- came out on PS Plus, I'm not sure there's a ton of motivation to buy Tropical Five on Xbox One because wouldn't it follow that it's going to be a games with gold?
0: No, not ne- no. There are f- way fewer games with golds than there are P- P- PlayStation Plus games. Okay. So, I don't know. I, it, could it happen? Yeah. But, uh. Anyway, I don't know if. What am I thinking of? Tropical Five. Yeah. That was free. It's still free on PSN right yeah, now. Yeah, because
1: it's a May game. Mm. Man.
0: That's cool. We should play it. Uh, let's see. Uh,. Oh, I already covered that. So Wii U got Chompy Chomp Chomp Party. Yes, that's what it's called, apparently. Pixel Junk Monsters poke on the eShop. Poke Park for the Wii. Pikachu's Adventure. Uh, I bet you forgot that game existed. I did. Poke Park Wii. And Sweetest Thing. Uh, not Swedish Thing, but Sweetest Thing, like a dessert. Okay. The 3DS got Contra 3, The Alien Wars.
1: Virtual Console.
0: That's actually... Isn't that like a, a hard-to-find game?
1: I'm not sure. Isn't I, that the one that they keep turning all the the Sega Genesis
0: games into? I don't know. I thought somebody was telling me that about some Contra game that we were never going to see in... Oh, never mind. All right. That was a different one. Uh, Digger Dan DX. Uh, the PlayStation Vita gets The Last Blade 2 and Downwell. Um, and PC gets A Little Lily Princess, Arc Shot, Chronicle RuneScape Legends, City Play... Elite Dangerous, The Engineers, Excubitor, Fleetcom, Apocalypse for The Rift. What is do we have to get that? Well, we're going to send The Rift off to someone to do a review, so I don't know. What does Apocalypse look like? Let's see what kittypocalypse Oh, it's a bunch of... It's hordes of cats running in, and I guess you shoot them? It's an endless zombie shooter? This looks awful. Okay, never mind. Um, Name... M- I mean, the good part is you'll probably have tons of cat meows going off whenever you blow them up. You know? Koi Hime Enbu. Holidays comes to PC on the VR. IWO, Bloodbath and the Bonins. Yeah,
1: just is that
0: is that supposed to be Boonies? I don't know. It just, that's, I don't know. Just a Cleric. Last Fight, all in capital letters. Link Realms. Um, I want to see what Just a Cleric is. It is an indie game about a cleric, isn't it? Yeah, just a cleric. My retro styled, my retro styled action RPG. Become the titular wussy cleric himself and set out to avenge your fallen comrades by attempting to do what no cleric before you has ever done, cleric de commando. Oh, okay, sounds um, sounds like something. All right, omnibus comes to PC. One troll army, Overwatch of course. Major slash minor. Oh wow, that's the yeah, that was Kickstarter. Uh, Miko Mole. Not COD, Princess Edge Dragonstone, Retool, Robot Arena 3, Sengoku Jidai, Shadow of the Shogun, Tabletop Racing World Tour, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, The Dweller, The Way, Jonathan's favorite, Total War Warhammer, and Uprising, Join or Die. (coughs) So my first question is to you, Jonathan, what are you going to play more of this week, Overwatch or Total War? Uh, no, I'd have to buy one of the other, and I don't oh. currently have a job. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize you weren't getting these. <laughs> I thought you were. I, I, I want to. I'll
3: probably end up getting Overwatch now. Okay. If if I can convince myself or talk myself into doing it, and then I have a bunch of friends that are playing it, and that's going to be a, a, more of a play it now with just a multiplayer game while it's popular and all my friends are playing Whereas Total War or something, it's a slower burn. I can play that whenever I want to be on my own. So I, get, I might wait for a sale on that one. Okay. But I do have a bunch of games I haven't played that I need to play before even buying a new one, anyway. So
0: that's fair. Yeah. But
3: Cal- I, I, I could see myself getting Overwatch this week. And then, so,
0: so what I'm will I you actually more? play? It's just more uh, Crusader Kings? I'm pretty sure I'll play
3: Crusader Kings, Stellaris, and Siege. You play a lot Those of Siege. Good. Yeah, I do. <laughs> all right. It's about to be my most played game on Steam history. Oh, cool.
1: Wow.
2: Excellent.
3: Kelly, what will you? Be? Because oh, yeah? <clears throat> I have a bunch of... It's because I have several friends and my brother who plays, so we get on and usually have a, a, you know, a party oh. four or five. Oh,
0: all right. A little clan party there yeah pretty much All right, Kelly what will you be playing this week
2: um, I'm definitely picking up Overwatch on Tuesday oh. and I'm going to dabble in it um, I played a little bit of the beta and I liked what I played but I am horrible at that game so I'm hoping that I might be able to get a little bit better
0: it's just going to get worse unless you get I better know. Okay. because oh, other I people know. are going to get better and that will be discouraging so be careful
2: I'm going to put at least an effort into trying to enjoy the game and if not, it's just going to be a $60 WoW pet.
0: (laughs) Alright, I guess that's one way to look at it. People
1: have paid more for WoW
2: pets. (laughs) I know. But I want to give it a chance. It looks like I mean, what I played of the beta was really fun. I just, I've got to suck less at it.
0: So I would really like to get into Total War Warhammer this week. I don't know if that's going to happen for me. But that seems like the sort of game that I can cheat in just a little bit.
1: You also need to play that Gundam game.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes. All right. So Gundam Breakers to, to surprise Alice and say, Hey, Alice, I've been playing Gundam Breakers. And hear her say, What?
1: <laughs> what?
0: All right. Anna Marie, what will you be playing?
1: Um, mine Zero. Okay. And probably Heroes of the Storm.
0: No more pocket card jockey?
1: Um, I'm getting a little bored of it.
0: Okay. And no uh, Overwatch for Anna? (laughs) No. No. Okay.
1: (laughs) Please, Chris, have you ever seen or heard of me playing a first-person shooter? Uh, mm.
0: Or a third-person or any shooter? Uh, Did you
1: watch... You watched me play Destiny.
0: Yes! And it was fantastic, and you had fun, and I want you to play more. I was awful at it. You were not awful, and it was a... You, ooh, i spent I got a most headshot. of the time ooh, screaming in terror. <laughs> no you're like oh i got a headshot you were not screaming in terror you were screaming in delight
1: i was screaming because i ran out of ammo and had to run
0: away from that guy that was great you were Ew. having fun and you know it i don't know why you haven't gone back to it It was stressful it was stressful <laughs> Ooh, headshot <laughs>
2: I can't help but wonder if Blizzard, at some, if, you know, depending on how successful it is, is going to add a story mode to Overwatch.
1: I would not be surprised.
2: I really hope they do because those characters seem like so much fun, and I think it would be kind of a waste not to.
3: I really doubt they will, since this is like a uh, Team Fortress Two arena shooter type game.
1: Yeah, but they're putting so much focus on the story. They have all of those online vignettes yeah, for like it, every that,
0: character. The story is their marketing plan. Oh, yeah, that's I guess what that that's uh, that's all we're gonna see it as. That's that's how their marketing is.
1: Okay.
2: It could uh, happen.
0: Uh, it could. It certainly could. It's not like Blizzard doesn't support their games <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> a very 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 long time. <clears throat> Diablo 2 patches still, right? <laughs> um, hey,
1: we should maybe play our Diablo Three um, seasonal characters.
0: Hey, so now that's a plan. I Just, like that. Not today. Here's what we'll actually do. And we will play two more hours of Mind Zero and give up and move on to something else. Uh, we'll play 8,000 hours of Heroes of the Storm and forget to even talk about it on the show because we play it so often we don't think about it anymore. And Chris will just be busy with something and forget to do anything. Hold Suikoden 2. Huh? Oh. so Now I'm playing and 2. Okay, great. Perfect. Do it. Do it. All right. (laughs) You're you're like the only
3: RPG Gamer staff member, RP Gamer staff member that hasn't played it a thing. Did you you just
1: call the site RPG Gamer? You're fired.
3: Oh, no. (laughs) I
0: fixed myself right away.
1: Fire. Okay, I guess we'll rehire you.
0: All right. (laughs) Rehired. Hey, if you'd like to send feedback for the show, you can do it in one of three ways. Podcast.RPGamer.com is the main way. Send an email. Uh, You can also go to the forum. StarRPGamer.com forums.rpgamer.com go to the latest update section find the show thread post in there and of course you can leave a voicemail at 608-729-4098 608-729-4098 we'll play your voicemail right here on the show um, we record every week 9am pacific noon eastern um, and uh, thank you Jonathan thank you Anna Marie thank you Kelly and thank you thank dear you. listener for being on the show or watching the show at twitch.tv rpgamer we'll be here next week until then, go play your Overwatches and your Warhammers and your Suicune and Twos. Alright? Alright. Bye, everybody! Bye-bye. Bye-bye.